Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of Stoop Sports. Today is December 21st, 2018. Tony, how you doing, my friend? Well, how are you? Uh, you know, I'm doing all right. Uh, Stop fucking my sister! Had to get that out of the way on the podcast, all right? Oh, wow, all right. Starting off on a bang. <laughs> um, what are we talking about first? You know what? I want to touch on Josh Gordon. It's a good place to start. Uh, as much as I am a huge Patriots fan, and uh, when Josh Gordon came here, we got him for dirt cheap, but there was always that shadow of doubt in the mind. That, of everybody. Uh, for everybody that covers the sport, everybody that follows the sport, everything, that there would be something that happens. Inevitably, it happened. He had failed a drug test, and he is stepping away from football for mental health reasons, and good for him. That is the right thing that he has to do. Um, I just think that it's a great start for him. But, I mean, I know he's going to be indefinitely suspended by the NFL. I think we've seen Josh Gordon play his last football game in the NFL. His career is over. I can 100% agree with you on that. Unless by some miracle by the owners, hashtag fire Goodell. Um, that they later on then legalize marijuana within the NFL. I know certain states have. and But him living in... I know this guy's got a whole debate about marijuana, but with him living As in Massachusetts... As we marijuana. <laughs> but him living in Massachusetts, does that affect the rules against it? Or is it just a league ban? Your job says you can't do it. You can choose to do it, but you suffer the consequences of your actions. You have a job. That job, within the, the rules and stipulations of keeping that job, says you cannot partake in the consumption of marijuana products. Understandable. End of story. You want to keep your job? You can't smoke pot, bro. Yeah. That's how it is. That is that is a company thing. Whether or not, whether or not, in Denver and in um, Washington. Yep. I mean, legal in this, like, very legal in the state. Uh, The team still can't use it as a pain reliever. They can't use it. And they're working on that. I've heard stories and reports. So that... The only league that I've heard that in so far is the NBA. But that's getting away from football. But for Josh Gordon, I believe you're right. I believe he's played his last game Yes. as an NFL player. Yes. Unless some miracle happens. Right. You can always come back. There's always that comeback story. He's 26. I know he's twenty six. He's not. It's not like he's thirty two, and this is like. Okay, he's over the hill now. There's still, he's he done. still has potential. He still has a lot of potential. He's entering his prime. Well, yeah, and it's all untapped because he's never been able to keep himself clean. Right. Once he can be able to get himself totally mentally fine, it's probably a mental issue, which I digress. All the power to him for stepping away. Right. But 
Honestly, Get congratulations and, and big ups to the Patriots organization for supporting him through that. Bill and Tom spoke today. Yeah. And um, both of them were like fully supportive of Josh's decision and uh, I commend them for that. That's top now, marks. Now, that being said with Josh Gordon leaving, the Patriots are fucked. I don't know. I heard, I was listening to um, Zoe and Beetle today. Zoe, Beetle, if you're listening, throw us a follow. At Stoop underscore sports. And I was, they had a caller come on and she was so articulate and her point was beautiful. And it was, you have now, t- not a cancer. That's not what he was. He was an emphasis. The Patriots organization tried to help him move through it. And it took a lot out of them. It took a lot out of Tom. And it affected Bill and the whole team. And now I think with Josh gone, and again, let us reiterate, Good for him for stepping away. You gotta go get your head straight. Go get your head straight. But now we can see the type of offense that the Patriots are used to running. What do you mean that the Patriots are used to running? Dink, dunk, Gronk down the seam, White out of the backfield, Edelman, 15 targets, 12 catches. Hogan, 6 targets, 4 catches, 90 yards and a touch. Philip Dorsett worked back in, because where the fuck has Philip Dorsett been? Been on the bench. No shit, riding pine, bro, and I don't know why. And I know I brought this up in the last show. Him and Tom were just starting to get there. They were just getting on that page. Where it was like, okay, it's there, it's there, it's there. Gone. I think it was like week... Six. Or set where we were like, where the fuck is Philip Dorsett? That's right when they brought in Gordon. Exactly. And Grant, don't get me wrong, that is a massive uptick in talent. But if Gordon's not there and he's not engaged, and we've, we saw what he could do when he was engaged... And it was awesome. Awesome. Okay, that guy could fucking... I, he, could, he could play ball, okay? He could play ball. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so... But now I, mean, I think... you have the greatest quarterback of all time. Well, that doesn't hurt. That doesn't hurt at all. Lighter down. But even with Tom Brady, but now with Gordon gone... And granted, this is 41-year-olds over. And I know we don't like to really... It's kind of like a... Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He's 41. Like, don't talk about it. But he's 41. This isn't 33-year-old Tom Brady. This isn't Randy Moss Tom Brady. This is 41-year-old Tom Brady. Who doesn't lift anymore, by the way. So are you saying the Patriots' offensive struggles are Tom Brady's fault? That's I think what it's, I want to know. That's what the listeners want to know. No. Not completely. It doesn't help you. 
that Tom's 41. You know what? And isn't 1 billion percent committed to football. That, God forbid, he has a wife and kids outside of the game that he pays attention to. and You know what I mean? Like, it's no longer eat, sleep, shit football. Yeah. It's... Football is my job. It's no longer his life. It's his job. My only point, and I, I think it's Tom Brady. I don't think it's a coaching problem. I don't think it's any of that. I think this year, yeah. if you think about it, think about it this way. And everybody's saying that the Patriots are struggling offensively, which they are. They've, they've struggled recently to try to you know even drive the ball <coughs> down the field. And even if they do, they have a hard time finishing. But I don't... Well, it doesn't help that Sony Michelle disappears inside the 10. Sorry to interrupt. That's, that's probably Belichick. My whole thing is, why... No, he just can't run inside the fucking 10. Why would it be a, co- why would it be a, a coaching problem when right now... Josh McDaniels is being considered for a plethora of head coaching jobs. Rumored Green Bay, rumored Cleveland, rumored wherever. And there's coaches that will leave teams to follow him. So I don't believe it's a coaching problem because why would Josh McDaniels not want to run a good offense to get him more money when he signs to become a head coach? Sure. He's making up the plays... That will make him... I mean, granted, this is all hypothetical. That will make him more money. And get him a better, oppor- a better opportunity. Arguable, but... So, I mean... Continue your point. I don't think it's a coaching problem. Because the defense has been playing well. Granted, the offense... Well, it's, it's been You know what? They only allowed points. 17 to Pittsburgh. Been, and that's an offense that, could put, that can hang 45. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's difficult when you have... It's... Difficult not to say it's Tom Brady with, because you brought up the point of the running backs. We've been plagued by injuries for a while. And you brought up last week that where the hell has James White been? James White has been the only running back to carry this team. That He's probably burnt himself out because he's usually just an RB2. He's the guy that comes he's in. He's a on, change of pace back. Yeah. And then with everybody else being hurt, you have Rex Burkhead in. You have Nate Ebner playing fullback. And Cordero Patterson playing running back at points too. So, I don't think it's anything but Tom Brady. Because some of the throws that you're looking at a miss, he's missing bad. He's making bad decisions with the football, like that play in Pittsburgh where he threw the interception. Yeah. I don't think it's anything else but Tom Brady. Tom Brady's mind is so... Fo- it's, he's One, he's old. He's 41 years old. I know that's like a sin to say in New England. It's like a curse word that your mother will slap you over the head for it saying it at the dining room table. But Tom Brady's 41. His mind, like you just said, his football is not his life anymore. It's his job. Right. He's showing up to play football, but his mind isn't always 100% on football. He has, what, three kids? He's running. He's trying to get his TB12 stuff going on. He's with Aston Martin doing all of his promotions with the cars and being their superstar. His mind's black. He's not. I want the Tom Brady bed, by the way. He's not. It's, he's not, he's the problem. He's not all football. He's not all football. He is now the problem for this team. And granted, 
I hate saying it, but I love Tom Brady. But it's right now, it's a quarterback issue. And I've never thought I would say that in a million years. Tom Brady has been on the decline. And this is the first year, if you think about it, that he's actually really declined. On the decline? He won the MVP last year. Yeah. Granted by default because Wentz got hurt. But still. MVP caliber. Yes, but after that he fell off a cliff. This year, he's shown signs of old Tom. Because he still can make those split-second decisions to be the quarterback. Because he's been in this game for so long. He knows the place. He knows what's going to be going. He can read everything. He knows everything about football. He's memorized the sport through and through. Tom Brady is the problem now. Because he has fallen off a cliff since that Super Bowl against the Eagles. Dude, hashtag hot take. I'm just saying. I didn't mean to go on a rant right there. Yo. But but sit like, I I mean, you bring up an interesting point. point. You bring up an interesting point. Is it Tom? And... If it is, and I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying I agree with you, I think it's a slight decline in Tom's play, and granted, total homer, but yes, a a minuscule decline in Tom's play added into plagued by injuries at running back. The Josh Gordon situation, trying... Forcing him to be acclimated into the offense. Tom, having to adjust himself to add that read. Yeah. Because before this year, that's your third or fourth read. And well, now Tom's fo- that is be- Tom is being forced to read that second. Maybe not first. His first read is almost always Jules or Gronk, well, depending if you think on the play. About it- the way that Tom Brady has played, and he's only had receivers like Gordon's type three times. Those big play players. Can you name yeah. the other two? Uh, Randy. Yep. And technically Ocho Cinco. Not who I'm thinking of. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a weird one. It's not who you're going to think it's going to be. Big play receivers? I mean, Gronk. Not thinking but... of him either. He's more of a tight end. Yes, but that vertical seam, I mean, Cooks? Nope. Who? Who the fuck are you talking about then? Dion Branch. Because they played... (sighs) Yes, but he was like a... Big play receivers. Who's going downfield? Back in the day before we had Randy Moss, Dion Branch. Dion Branch was always that guy. Yes, but he was also... But how many times has Brady had big play receivers in his career? One, twice, three times, you could argue. Four times. Yeah. And what has happened every time he's had a big play receiver? Uh, the offense spikes and then sucks. Why well, go out and get Josh Gordon to throw off your whole thing that you have going on right now? When you didn't have a big play receiver last year, you made it to the Super Bowl. Granted, you lost because Malcolm... Uh, well, because you couldn't play deep. You couldn't stop a nosebleed. Yeah. Malcolm didn't play. I don't think it would have helped. It might have helped. And but then not that. the year before that, didn't have any big play receivers. But Tom Brady was 39 and still on this, you know, plateau. He won the Super Bowl with just small size receivers and Chris Hogan, Danny Amendola, Edelman. No, Edelman in that Super Bowl. Edelman was in the Falcons Super Bowl. What are you talking yes, about? He, he made that catch. He did. You're right. 
Gronk, you're winning it with small-time receivers right there. Well, I'm sh- just saying. Short-route receivers. Every time you have a big-time receiver and a big receiver name come into town, it never works out for the Patriots. I mean, they went undefeated and lost in the Super Bowl yes. to the team they beat in the last week of the season. To a team that had arguably the best pass rush almost ever. Not ever, but almost ever. Like Michael was, Strahan? Ooh. Dude. That was, was his last year. And he he was, retired. And he was still... I mean, they did have JPP. Mr. Nine Fingers himself. And Justin Tuck. Oh, wow, well, yeah, I forgot about that. That team was gro- Dude, they were legit. That was a legit defense. You know what? All right. I want to get off of football. I want to get into what the fuck is going on with the Celtics. Nothing. What do you mean what's going on with them? This is the... <laughs> what do you mean? 0-3 go- in the last three games? Granted, that Suns loss was bad, but you had Booker who went off. What did Booker score, like 40? Yeah. So. But who did they lose to before that? It was uh, Orlando, I think. And then they played the Suns. Lost. Badly. That was an eight-point loss. Yeah. It wasn't. But if you watched that game. They started out great and then fell off the face of the earth. Then, tonight, they lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. Who are like the third best team in the league. I'm really Whoever not worried. would have said that. I know. Yes, I'm, you go. <laughs> I'm really not worried about this loss. This <laughs> but, uh, loss doesn't concern me. Who's on the box that you were talking about last podcast? Atetokumbo? Atetokumbo. Dude, that guy, the Greek freak. Yeah, I thought, he, this whole time I thought that was Porzingis. No, he's like Lithuanian or Latvian or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know, white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Huge white guy who can shoot a three. And post you up. Pinky out. Larry Bird. But, I mean, what's wrong? What? Now, I'm not as much of a basketball fan as you are. So I ask you, what is wrong with the Celtics offense right now? Too many stars, quote-unquote. Not enough shots. Not enough shots for the players that should be taking the shots, or just not enough shots in general? Or not enough shots to go around? Not enough shots in general. Okay. I mean, you have played... I mean, look at Marcus Morse a few nights ago. Lit it up. And granted, you... I'm not sure you technically want Marcus Morris being your leading scorer all the time. But... That's a nice boost. Oh, yeah. Okay, but you have, I mean, Kyrie, granted, 15-7 and seven tonight. But you're going to have those nights, and you need your other guys to step up. But when you have, say, what? Yeah, if he, he had 70, one of those nights. He had 70, one of those 80 nights offensive plays. He put up 15. The top scorer in tonight's game was Tatum at 20. Right. So you need three guys, four guys to do that. Where's Gordon Hayward been? Flashing the paint. He's been flashes. Where's Brown been this year? Hurt. Horford. Hurt. 
smart, grows ear. Why aren't they showing up to the games? You pay I Marcus mean, smart. Smart, smart really is not smart. That's not why smart's here. Smart is not here to score points. He's the hard soul guy. Yeah, I know. He's that. He's the David Ortiz. He's the 10, 10 points, eight rebounds, four to seven assists, five steals, two blocks. He's that kind of player. Like a Nate Robinson. Yeah, exactly. Like gritty, hardcore defense. Can shut down players. Not quite Kawhi. Kawhi's gross. <laughs> Toronto. <sighs> Fuck you. You got your hat and your fucking sweatshirt. Blow, go Leafs, blow. Go. go, Leafs, go. Blow, Leafs, blow. It is the season. It is the end of the fall. Huzzah. Where is that going? Talking about um, other Celtics players being... Yeah. I don't, dude, I just think you have there's too much. You need to you need to downsize. Okay, and what would your answer to that be? Um Can you even trade Hayward yet? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like it, and we talked about it last podcast. You got to go get AD. That's like. But you were just talking about not having. Yes. <clears throat> to do that, you it's like. I don't know if you want to trade Tatum. Last week you said Brown. Tatum was an untouchable. I'm allowed to fucking change my mind. All right. I'm just saying. Brown and Hayward is probably your best deal. Where it's like, Gordon, sorry, but like, we didn't know this kid was going to do this. And we didn't know you were going to get hurt. And what do you want? 20 and healthy and under a rookie contract. Or almost third, well, what's Hayward, 27, 28? Right? Yeah. So coming off a broken ankle and granted he has that splash factor I don't know if he has the it I don't know if he has that superstardom but star in the league obviously he has he's done that he's proven that he can do that for extended periods of time Gordon so you're pretty much you're saying Gordon Hayward is the JD Drew of basketball no he's better than JD alright JD Drew was like I mean, he's enamored into our, you know. Into the Boston lore, but back Yes. Uh, because of that one season he had where Ortiz was out. Like, that was, like, the big season. Oh, yeah. And other than that, he was, like, disappointingly good. Okay. But we digress. If the Celtics have to make that choice, obviously you keep Tatum. Kyrie's not coming. But if you're so, what would your offer be? Because I'm going to throw a scenario at you. My offer would be to call them. I'm going to call New Orleans. I'm going to go. We want Davis. 
Okay. You can't have Kyrie, Tatum, or Horford. Take your pick. What do you want? What do you want? Because you have them for the next... Next year. Yep. You would have them through next year, I believe. Well, it'd be just kind of a swap because Brown's going to be looking to get paid because he's coming off of his rookie-level deal, too. Right. But he's not getting AD money. Oh, no, God, no. No. He's he's getting, like, Marcus Smart So what Smart would money. you offer them? If they called you and said, hey, what would you give us for AD? Brown, Hayward, and a first. And my good first. Now, my question. Two firsts, if you want it. The other team rumored to be in the conversation. Lakers. Correct. Can um, the Lakers offer something better? You have to stop the Lakers from doing that then. Yeah, but to stop the Lakers from doing that, I think, would be Tatum. They can't beat Tatum. That's the only way I think you can get Davis is if you give up Tatum. Lakers yeah. can give up a whole hell of a lot more. Can they? Lonzo and fuck it, throwing Lance Stevenson in a first. You're telling me Kuzma? The, you, you're telling me that the Pelicans would take that? Over Brown, Hayward, and Lonzo first. Stevenson in a first? Lonzo Stevenson two firsts. You think they won't they I would take that over Brown, Hayward, and Celtics two firsts. Well yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo runs point. So point guards are very valuable. Yeah. In this league. So you would have to offer Tatum. If it comes to that, yeah, probably. And granted, it's house money. Yeah, he's And that wins you a championship. And he's going to get paid. That wins you a championship. So, if you got to do it, you got to do it. Well, yeah, if you have to do it, you have to do but it. But my first call would be... No, no Kyrie, no Tatum, no Horford. What do you want? I would take the only way I would do that deal is if I was New Orleans. I would take the only way I would do that deal. They'll lose. They're giving up because, and it's only because you're giving up the face of the franchise. You're giving up the face, one of the two top faces in New Orleans. Yeah, everybody thinks Drew Brees in the unibrow. I'm just saying. But Celtics, I mean, they've got to fix this shit. And you've seen it in flashes. I mean, they went on a nice eight-win streak or whatever it was. And beat some garbage teams, but good team wins. Yeah, but it's my, whole there. Problem, my whole problem with the Celtics is they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. When it comes down to the playing the teams... Well, not necessarily. Playoffs, I mean, look at two of the last three games. When you're playing teams that are going to be in the playoffs... You're losing to good teams. That you should be competing against, but you're putting up bad games. Or beating. We were talking about this team going toe-to-toe with Golden State, and I know Golden State hasn't looked all too great this season. That Granted, they're starting to catch their stride. Oh, yeah. But this was a team that was supposed to go toe-to-toe with championship yeah. Golden State. Not 
I mean, how many have they won now? Three? Yeah. Three out of the last four? Yep. And a back-to-back, obviously. So, yeah, maybe their legs are getting a little tired. They're like, you know what? It's exactly what happened to LeBron. Yeah. So, your legs get tired when you have to play a hundred games. And carry the teams. Well, that yeah, that's different. I mean, Grant, this is this team is Golden State is filled with stars. So yeah, they're the Western Conference starting team for the All Star game. Yeah, that's gross. But I don't see that out of this team right now. I don't see that out of the Celtics right now. No. You're honestly you're lucky to get to that game at this point. Like I don't know if you get to the Eastern Conference Finals at this point. Yeah. So. At this point, they might even end up being a five or six seed. Oh, don't say that. I'm just saying. You gotta say it. The Celtics gotta turn it around. I don't think it's it's not a total turn. It's a it's a switch. It's a little. There's a little clog in the gears where it's just like, eh, we just got to get that out. There it is. Okay. We found it. And whether that's losing a... Because it seems like losing a player and nights that they're shorthanded, Brad gets the most out of this team. Yeah. So... They played better last year with Horton, uh, Gordon Hayward injured. Yeah. No shit. Because there were more shots for the people who should be taking them. Yeah, well, they're paying them all that money to suck. So, and you had you gave Tatum the opportunity to grow into what could be your next guy. Mm-hmm. Granted, it should be Kyrie, but Kyrie wasn't drafted here. Like this guy has the chance to be the next Paul Pierce. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So. Granted, there's already a big three there, technically, right? In Golden State? No, in Boston. Boston. I mean, their big three was Kyrie, Hayward, and Al. Yep. So, the pieces are there. But maybe there's, it's a thousand piece puzzle and there's 1,200 pieces. Well, how come the Celtics can't have it figured out with their big, new big three, the way that Garnett... Pierce and Allen did. Because everyone knew their roles on that team. Okay, so why can't they do it like LeBron? I think Wade? people are trying to step out of their roles because of contract situations. Makes Morris sense. is coming up. You've seen Morris. Terry's coming up. You saw him last year, and this year he's forcing it. Marcus got his. So now he's kind of like, okay, I got mine. These guys all have, like, they're all playing for their individual selves. The thing is to focus that towards the team goal. And I'm not sure Brad knows how to deal with all that yet. He hasn't been doing it long enough. Doc could do it. Pat Riley could do it. Doc did it. You had a rising star. You had Rondo. 
Yeah, that turned out to be good. Well, Rondo turned out to be a jackass, but so is Ray Allen. Doesn't matter. That team was similar to this team. So, Brad needs to figure out a way Okay. to get this team. There was horns going on in the background. Sorry, guys. <coughs> this team on that track. That's what he, he's he got to figure that out. All right. I think the, I'm sorry. I think the only way to do that and to sustain it would be to move a piece. Who you, who's the key piece you're moving here? Hayward? Gotta be. It kind of has to be. Would the only thing that's you who I would Hayward move. for that's is who AD? I would move. No. What if you trade away Just Hayward? Hayward? No. Okay. If I'm just trying to get rid of Hayward, I'll take a lot less than AD. Yeah. But not all the way less, if you know what I mean. I understand. Like, uh, yeah, I want to play this pretty want, good Yeah, exactly. I want either draft pick compensation and a good amount of draft picks, or a good draft pick. And Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, that would be an unbelievable two. I'd give him up for John Wall. Not going to lie. John Wall's a starter. John Wall, that's never going to happen. I'm just saying. But, all right. How about we get into something like Bills. a second-tier big man? Okay. I see that. Now that Baines is down? Okay. Celtics Bills. What happens? Patriots Bills? Celtics Bills. Wow. Patriots Bills. I'm high. <laughs> Um, the weed's good. Hashtag the weed's good. What happens? Oh, hashtag terrible crossovers. Um, I mean, how could this, the Patriots win at home? Especially to the Bills. They win at home, even this year, and this has been a down year. They still they win at home. So, they've won every game at home. Yeah. Handily, for the most part. I can... Yeah. yeah. So, I can't really say, oh, they're losing this game. The, is there a chance? Yeah. What's the last it's not a good chance. the Patriots playing the Bills? <sighs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, nine? Yeah. That team was garbage. Uh, but I think the Pats squeak it out. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think it's going to be like that Miami game. But I think the defense will play a little bit better. I hope so. Because that Allen kid can run. Oh, the, Patri- yeah. the Patriots do not do well against mobile quarterbacks. No. So you need... Is Chung healthy? I don't even... Yeah. you got to have like a Chung or a, one of the McCordy brothers, somebody spying on him all game. All game. Even in obvious, obvious passing situations, because that kid will take off. And get 30. <laughs> yeah, the kid's got legs. Got yeah, no legs. shit. So there needs to be a spy on him at all times. Maybe even two. 
I bet Devin could figure that out. Deep safety and spying the quarterback, he's got it. He's got a big head. He he can. He's got a huge field division. <laughs> You're telling me. You got a big squash. But, yeah, you're right. Somebody has to be spying on him. Yeah. All game long. Yes. Because with that kid being able to take off the Patriots defense playing at the level of where the person that they've had spying on the quarterback is um, Hightower. He's the only person that's been spying on the quarterback. Yeah, but Hightower's slow shit. Yeah, I know. The Patriots still haven't somehow fucking figured that out. I don't know why. No. But they have not figured that out yet. That high tower's over the hill. Oh, oh God. My dead grandmother can see that high tower's over the hill. My dead grandmother could have stopped him at the line of scrimmage. What the fuck? Both prediction. Pats win. 28-24. Yeah, okay. You can see that? I can see that. I don't think that's too bold, to be totally honest with you. But it's a good prediction. I'll give you that. I'm just calling it as I, can, I see I it. mean... Pats win 28-24. They don't lose home games. No. So, yeah. But I think Miami's putting up could, a fight. Miami. Buffalo? Buffalo's putting Buffalo up a fight. Buffalo could put up some points on you. Sure. Or, it's that classic Patriots win. That 34-9... Which is what they did for the last time they played. But that type of game. You know, where they go and it's just dink and dunk and death by a thousand cuts. Oh, yeah. That is that is true Tom Brady football. Not pay, Well, yeah, we call it Patriots football, but that's Tom Brady football. No, oh, yeah. Death by a thousand cuts. Bang, 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 you know. Eight yards, six yards, 13 yards. Bang, hits you for a 33-yarder. Five yards, two yards, screen pass, or direct snap. Touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, that's how the Patriots have always won games. That's the type of offense that Tom succeeds in. Yeah. And when Tom succeeds in the offense, the rest of the team succeeds. I see that. But you got to protect them. So for the Bruins. So, sorry, audio kicked out. But getting on to the Bruins. What's wrong with them right now, would you say? You're injured. Your talent isn't operating at necessarily its full strength. Obviously the injuries don't help, but the talent you have on the ice, other than your top line and McAvoy, since he's been back, are really operating at what you would like them to anyway, but not necessarily what they're fully capable of. I mean, but for them, too, is... And you have a crazy-ass fucking... Technically, is your backup goalie that you're paying seven fucking million dollars to. Yeah. I digress. Been playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's been playing really well. He's beat my Leafs twice. Yeah. Which still pisses me off. Blow, Leafs, blow. Go, Leafs, go. But 
they're coming back and they're getting Bergeron back relatively soon. Krejci's filled in nice on that top line, though. I'd have to say. Do he's you been keep on fire. him there? He's been on fire. Do you keep him the there? past eight games, he has four goals and seven assists for 11 points. In eight games. But Chara's coming back too soon, and he's been putting up that good year where he can lock you down defensively. He doesn't have the speed. If a speed guy tries to get to him, he's getting around you. Yeah, but if you're playing on the line, him and McAvoy together, exactly, play incredibly <laughs> well. Oh, when those two were operating well together, it's it's a beautiful thing. I heard a story yesterday, yesterday or the day before that I read about Chara, where he was at practice and like he was wearing the non like the uh, he was wear, able to wear the contact jersey. So like, oh, like oh, he's way ahead of schedule, right? And this is just a quick, funny little tangent, but he was supposed to be in the red no-contact jersey, but at the facility that they were at training and practicing, they didn't have one big enough for him, so they had to put him in a contact jersey. No. Oh, yeah. I thought that was the weirdest thing. He's a large, large gentleman. I've shaken that man's hand, and I swear to God, I have hands. They're not small hands. No. His pinky was up to my wrist. That's gross. Like, his palm... I'm sorry. Like, raise on Rondo his hands. His palm, like, ended where his finger started on my wrist. Huge hands on that man. Yeah. How you doing? In Mother Russia. Hello, you sir. You don't climb tree. Tree climb you. He's Slovakian. I don't know why I did that, but... Bruins, I think they're going to be all right. It pains me to say that because, you know, Homer, Thorana. But Bruins have some work to do. Their young talent isn't producing like they were last year. 100% agree. Yeah. So even with that being said, they've been an absolute pain in the ass to watch because of how bad. Hi, Lara. My sister just came in to... Our recording studio. The garage. <laughs> it's a recording studio, damn it. We call it the stoop. But it's raining unless we would actually be on the stoop. True. But the team has to step up. The young kids have to step yeah. up. You need more production out of your young talent. And I'm not sure you have enough. Not at the moment. And we've been saying it for years. You need a top four defenseman and someone who can shoot on the second line. Like, we've literally been saying it for like four years now. Yeah. Like, pretty much since they traded Boychuk. Oh, God. You know, like... He's been playing well still. No shit. He's playing real well down in uh, New York. Like, he's a legit top four defenseman. Yeah, right no shit. You had him here. <laughs> you know, you also had here? Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. He wasn't a fit for him. Like, you know who you also had here? Tyler Sagan. Yeah. You know who you also had here? Sagan's a dick, though. I met him. He's an asshole. You know who else he, he litters. had? litters. <laughs> Hashtag Sagan litters. You know who else he had here? Joe Thornton. Mm. <clears throat> that... 
that might have been the the biggest mistake. And yet, a blessing. Because you did get... Didn't you get Bergeron out of that deal? No, we drafted Bergeron. I know, but you got the pick that got you Bergeron. No. In the Joe Thornton trade, we got two... We got a first, and we got two players. I forget who the players' names were. But Bergeron wasn't a first-round draft pick. Bergeron was in third. But another player that's also played here that has now been playing well is, oh, my God, what the hell was his name? I had it, and I lost it. Oh, my God. Thornton. Malcolm Subban. Martin Jones, the goaltender for the Sharks, who's been playing out of his mind. I'm kind of pissed about Subban, because I like Subban. I hate his brother. His brother's a dick. Oh, yeah. But Malcolm? Yeah. I wanted it to be Malcolm. I was like, no, Malcolm's your next... He's your next guy. He's your next Tuca. You know what I want you to do right now? He wasn't here. Look up. The Bruins, when they drafted... Um, Jake DeBrusque. They had the 13th, 14th, and 15th picks all in a row. Look at the players that they passed over. Matthew Barzell. Yeah, a lot of young talent. A lot of young talent. What are you looking up? Tony's on the phones right now. Looking some shit up, sorry. What do you got for me? Um, I was trying to find that draft. Oh. Wait, well, what was last year? 2018 draft? We're in 2018, buddy. I know, but it, they I believe drafted it was a 2017 draft. Okay. 2017 or 2016. But they passed on a lot of good players to take these. They took uh, DeBrusque, Corrali. And Donato, I believe. All in a row. So, the Bruins have been shit from the inside out. They've never actually drafted very well. They've had good picks. And their good picks, their great picks, didn't work here. And... Before Cassidy took over, it was mostly because of um, Claude. Oh my god, Claude Julian. Just the way he played was just... The head coach it was, of the it was Montreal, by. the Canadiens. No, they fired him. Didn't they? No, he's the head coach of the Canadiens. I thought they fired him. He, were, he was the head coach of the Canadiens. Left, came to Boston. Left Boston, back to the Canadians. Well, now I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, it was fired by Montreal, came to Boston, and went back to Montreal. What a bitch. Hey, he won us one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. That team was a great team. That team was awesome. Of a fourth line that was Gregory Campbell, Sean Thornton, and I think Rich Peverly. That was your beat em up line. Oh yeah. Like when <laughs> they had Chris Kelly 
when they had um, Lucic. Savard. Savard wasn't on that team. He was on the fight. He he got a ring. Was he yeah, done at that point though? He got a ring, but he didn't play. He was done at that like yeah. his concussion. Shit. Yeah, his second one. No, he was actually pretty fucked up. Like the the hit by Matt Cook fucked that man up. Yeah, for life. That sucks. Well, that's who I was gonna bring up earlier, Lucic. He left okay. here. He left here. Didn't get fuck all for him. You got Martin Jones, who you never even used, and is now lighting it up over in San Jose. Starting goalie. Much rather have that now than Rask, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. But again, Halak's playing. Just lose it. Get out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Standing on his head. Would you get rid of Tuka right now? If I could, yeah. If you can get, yeah, get something. Draft a goalie. Halak's got two good years left. If that. This year, next year. A year plus that he can give you possibly this kind of output. Yeah. So, now's the time to do it. Whatever you have to get rid of him and package somebody. Who would you get rid of? Who was the, would you package Debrusque? Probably. He's got the most trade value too because he's plummeted in the past year. Yeah. After winning a Vesna two years ago. I know. What a shit bum. What a fucking Goalies are crazy. Bum. And they flip just like at Thomas. Thomas. It happened to Thomas too. Oh my god, yeah. Fell off a fucking cliff. Went and played in Florida. Lost it. Fucking Florida. And he played in Dallas. He played in Dallas when Florida got Roberto Luongo. I don't know shit. They All traded right. him to Dallas as those two could have played together. Because of the 2011 Cup. Uh, Speaking of shit bums, and this is going to be a weird transition, Yasiel Puig got traded today. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a shit bum. I don't hate him as much as I hate Machado. Oh, my God. And the Red Sox are supposedly talking to him, too. Yo, yeah. No. Don't bring him in. Let him go to the Phillies. It's where he wants to go. Let him go to the Phillies. Do you think I the know Dodgers, the Yankees are in on it. To recap, the Dodgers traded Yasiel Puig, Matt Kemp, and Aaron Hill. Alex Wood. Alex Wood in exchange for... Homer Bailey, who had all of one win last year. And a couple of prospects, one of which... Is Jeter very Donovan? Jeter Downs. Jeter Downs, correct. Very um, promising. Yeah, from what I've read. Um, Do you think that but, trade is lining up for Bryce Harper to go to the Dodgers? Is Magic doing some magic? That would be a very magic thing. And if you're going to learn how to be the face of a franchise and the face of a league. There's not too many better people to go to than Magic Johnson. Do you think this is just a knee-jerk reaction by the Dodgers trading all these guys after going to the World Series the past two years and losing and then both? Re-signing Dave Roberts as their manager. Oh yeah, he's a. I think he's a good manager though. That was his first year bringing them to the playoffs. He was a rookie manager, just like Aaron Boone and uh, Cora. No, he wasn't. Dave brought no, no. He was there last year. He was? He was, you're right. He brought him there last year, too, and lost. 
Holy fuck, they suck. <laughs> they don't know how to play playoff baseball. They get there, and then on the biggest stage, they shit their pants. Bryce Harper going to L.A.? It's either L.A. or the Phillies. It's L.A. is probably where he should go. Be the most money, but, make the most advertisement. I mean, Mike Trout's in L.A. and yeah, well, Angels. Yeah, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, but he'd go there and he'd be the second biggest star in L.A. LeBron. Yeah. Just imagine this for a second: Bryce Harper playing on the Phillies when Ryan Howard was still good. Oh. <laughs> What happened to Ryan Howard? Is he dead or something? No. <laughs> like, dude, that guy was what just like... What happened to Ryan Howard? Is he dead or something? Like, it was what, like 08, 09? And then he got like, he got hurt in 09 or, or 10, right? Yeah. And then it was just like, <laughs> gone. Gone. Just ask him Vista. No, seriously. It's like, oh, okay. Well, Thanks. So, for that trade, I think... Someone just walked through my fucking driveway? I think the Dodgers lost that trade. Oh, yeah, obviously. The only way that they can win that trade... I mean, Twig is... The only way they can win that trade is if they get Bryce Harper. Yeah. Only way they win that trade. And that's probably why you do that trade. Because for Cincinnati... We're on Cincinnati. You got a fucking shitload of talent now. Oh, yeah. So... At a very high payroll. And they paid the Dodgers cash on that deal. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, but they got fucked. I think Pete Rose was betting on that. Oh, God. <laughs> Maybe they'll let him into the hall now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end this episode on two points real quick. I want a hot take for you, or from you. Real quick. Patriots score on Sunday. Who wins? I was saying Pats 28-24. 34-21, Pats. And you know what? Before we end this episode, I want you to get your little piece in right now. Ah, dude. Thank you. He's been talking and he's been wanting to talk about this. And with Harmon and Deron all Deron motherfucking Harmon. Here we go. And he had one. Did he have one against fucking Pittsburgh? Yeah. He did. He, yeah. he had a weird fucking bounce interception. It's like, what is up with it? I believe, was it in the fourth quarter? Yeah. He, oh, dude. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. He is the luckiest fucking cornerback ever. 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 Yeah. Because he's awful. <laughs> no, he's, he sucks. He's god awful. But the dude has like 12 interceptions. Oh, yeah. And nine of them are off of someone's knee or face. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How? 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 I just don't get it. I just, what kind of voodoo are you fucking doing? Belichick in, like... Dude, Belichick's sitting there, like, using the force, like... <laughs> Duran. <laughs> this is going to give him so much money. So you're saying Pats win 34 to what? 34-21. 34-21. And I'm going to give this little tidbit before we end the episode right here. 
I don't want any reaction from you. I want you to bring it up next week or next week, probably after Christmas. So you guys listen to this. We should Merry probably Christmas. do one before Christmas. We, we'll probably do one on Christmas night because we'll be drunk. You're right. Hey, we can talk about all the NBA basketball. Exactly. But Gotta love Christmas basketball. I don't want to take from you on this right now until we're doing the next episode. My hot take, real quick. Hashtag hot takes on stupid sports. Next year, Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Green Bay Packers. And Josh McDaniels brings Aaron Rodgers to the Super Bowl and they win it. That's all I got to say. Signing off for the second episode of Stoop Sports tonight, guys. It's been a pleasure. It's been Will. And Tony. And how are you not going to let me respond to that? But I'll hold off. We'll see you guys next time. See you after Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas.